Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Yeah, realest podcast ever. Episode 177, it's your boy C. Diddy. I'm Matt. Reporting live from the Drink Champ Studios. I was actually about to say Matt makes me sick. I report myself. Because <laughs> you back on the gram yeah. today. <laughs> Matt makes me sick again. Definitely report myself. Reporting live from Drink Champ Studios. We've been getting a lot of uh, feedback on the show from the other oh, night. Uh, you know, about the sound quality and all of that. Um, you know, 90% good. I had one dissenting opinion. It's like, hey, did y'all pitch the mics and this and this? And do you have screens on the mic and blah, blah, blah? And I'm like going through like all the shit that I learned over the last mm-hmm. week. And I'm like, no, these mics are pitched perfect. We literally took days to set them up and the sound and this and this and the compression and the mics are fine. Yeah. I say that to say the mics are fucking fine. Um, but yeah, sorry for um, anybody that's on Patreon that heard the show the other night. We did have a fucking uh, air, air purifier yeah. running in the background, kind of like muffled the sound a yeah. little bit. But today, baby, today, we good. It sounds crisp. We extra crisp. Sounds crisp. We Dan, extra are you crisp? I'm crisp. Dan's mic isn't on. Are you crisp? I'm crisp now. All right. Dan thinks crisp now. I'm crisp now. I'm Christmas addicts. <laughs> I'm Christmas addicts. I'm crisp now. Damn, Eagles. Um, it's been a weird NFL day, man. And, um, you know, we kind of talked on the last show about how we don't give a shit about the NFL. But you just, it kind of finds you on a Sunday. A lot of weird games. Cowboys lost to oh, the man. Broncos today, 30-16. to 16. <laughs> You got the job. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting cooked. Broncos was up 19-0 on niggas, man. It was bad. It was all the way, it was all the way terrible. It was like... I probably should cut that on if I'm going to put sounds on it, huh? How about that? It's a work in progress. Yeah, we're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, that was the Cowboys earlier today. 30-16 to 16 loss to the worst team in football. Yeah, it was all bad, man. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Right? The Eagles lost in the last second, apparently. Really? Field goal. Fuck. Adam Vinatieri and the Super Bowl shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird day for the, for the league. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> we never do this in the beginning of the show, so you know, being as though we, uh, you know, we're changing things around, we're going to make sure we do it today. Uh, make sure if you're not on Patreon already, make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. We are now within the last fifty-four or so days of the year, and uh, we try to give away this thousand dollars. We're going to give away five hundred dollars two times to two people at random once we hit and maintain. 500 Not subscribers disappeared this month. So it was, no, it was good. It was actually it was good. So P- Patreon, count your fucking days because I don't know what happened last month. That yeah. shit was weird. Uh, shout out to Steph, uh, Steph Ox. Mm-hmm. She does children's books. You know, uh, don't draw on mommy's wall. Yeah, she she sponsored us in the past. Yeah, super supporter of the show. But she hit me the other day. She went through some nonsense. You know, people are terrible. Somebody stole her wallet. Oh damn! In the gym, and she was like, it was cool. She cut everything, but she was like, yeah, now nah, I'm. She was worried about the Patreon. 
in the process. I'm like, don't worry about this. Right. We, we, we got other things. Going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah, you don't worry about us. Worry, get yourself together. And then she hit me back like I got it together and it was still labeled a, you know what I'm saying? I was like, that was dope, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. That was we, dope. The, our, our, uh, you know, our top five, 10% of our supporters are literally... Um, hey, bro, probably I, I probably some just, of the best fans in media. Yeah, dog. It was like just you, you going through all that nonsense and having enough. Because think about how many people who don't go through that and don't got enough current common sense to be like <laughs> to say anything, to say a damn thing. You know what I mean? I just, I'm gonna just let it not, not go through. Cause we'll just nothing, let it lapse. Ain't nothing on that card. <laughs> Hopefully they don't diss me on the yeah, Patreon. Yeah, so shout out to her for that. Yeah, so we are no diss tracks dropping this month. Uh, everything was in pretty the face cool. of adversity. You know what I'm saying? Still got the job done. Hey, man. Still got the freaking job done, man. I gotta remind myself to stay in front of this goddamn mic. It's so yeah. difficult. I, mean, I didn't realize how much of a mover I was. And now you know. Yeah, I'm a mover. Yeah. I'm a mover. Yeah, I'm these mics are, uh, they're, they're, they're too super tuned up, pitched perfect, and um, they literally are sound isolating microphones. Like, if we don't talk into the microphone, like, yeah, if, I, if I do in. this, y'all don't hear shit. For the people that's on YouTube, if I do this, y'all don't hear shit. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, like, they'll, hear you, they'll hear you on my mic. Damn, exactly, but not on my mic, so yeah. it's, a, it's a little strange. But um, I'm about you know, to be rough in this <laughs> like, yeah, we got we got the new lights going on, the whole studio set up. Oh, we yeah, got the fucking lit. sound boards. It's lit, man. And uh, you know, again, you entrepreneur, know, entre- what's the word? Entrepreneurship, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. <laughs> Nobody can say entrepreneurship. Yeah, entrepreneurship. I threw it at like five people this week. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can say this shit off the cuff. True Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Is it Norial? No, no, no. Take the Norial out. Entrepreneurial is its own thing. Okay. And then entrepreneurship is another word. So where, does, where did I get Norial? Because entrepreneurial is like, I'm taking on this new entrepreneurial venture. It's its okay. own word. It's its own tense. So ship doesn't entrepreneurialize. It's basically... Entrepreneurialize is not a word, okay. so we're going to delete that one out of the hard drive. <laughs> English with TRP. <laughs> English with TRP. Learning with TRPE. Take 19. Yeah, not Spanish with TRP. <laughs> yeah, Our first language. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to just delete entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism and all of that. That's gone. Let's take let's take all of those out of out of the... Yeah. Entrepreneur... Entrepreneurship. 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 Correct. I feel like there should be something in between the nor. <laughs> like between the N and the R. It's as good as it gets. Yeah, it's just, it's just, so it's just or. Just it. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Entrepreneurship. I don't like that. <laughs> make your own word. Entrepreneurial shit. You can do like, uh, you can make your own word like Queen's Flip. He said he's a mediaologist. Okay. Not a meteorologist. Yeah. A, me- a mediaologist. Yeah, I feel like, uh, Entrepreneurship doesn't have enough. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say mute that for me. It's it was muted already. I'm a jackass. All right, there we go. There we go. But yeah, no, like uh, you know, it it has its perks. Seeing it all come together is just like damn, and we kind of own all this shit. Yeah, like, it's kind of lit. It's come together in uh, very quickly very in a quickly. short amount of time. Very very fast. Um, and I, I in a weird way, I feel more comfortable. Yeah. Like, it, it's way more laid back. It's way more... Listen, I ain't gonna bullshit y'all, because this is the realest podcast ever, and we just tell it like it is. I had a, a record amount of anxiety this past week trying to, like, figure this shit out, and just the whole thing of, like, you know, doing something different. Like, doing the same shit we've been doing for going on five years, but doing it in a different way. Like, right. self-producing, setting up a fucking studio in the crib, being able to literally take all of this shit, pack it up, and then go wherever the fuck we want, 
and um, you know, and record. And you know, with freedom and responsibility, there's a certain amount of like angst and like anxiety that you experience because you're growing and you don't know if like you doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. But literally one uh, two hour show in, and I can already say we made the right decision. Mm -hmm. We 100% made the right decision. For all of y'all that don't know, we are 100% independent now. Fully. 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 I feel like this should be hit. No, that's the wrong <laughs> one. <laughs> Not the whole coping music. <laughs> we got a sound. We still learning the sound. Yeah. <laughs> See on. that paper right there? No, that, that ain't. That I ain't think it's the yellow one. All right, let me let me try. There we yeah, go. Claps. We, go. we have our own claps. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so real quick, just some some stuff, some information for any uh, you know aspiring podcasters out there. We kind of ran through some of this before, but you know, um, in in running a podcast, all you need is the ability to record is a is a concept for your show, an ability to record, and a fucking um, RSS feed. So for the last two years, we have controlled our RSS feed, which a lot of times what happens is when a podcast gets with a network, they fall into the network's feed because it gives them a greater opportunity to um, create an audience and a following, an audience and a following, it's muted already, an audience and a following because um, if there's 10 shows on a network, that means there's 10 opportunities for different Mm-hmm. Gr- groups of listeners to potentially listen to your show because if they're subscribed to just the feed in general, they'll get your notifications, blah blah blah. So it it allows shows that are new to be able to open them up to a new audience and to create an audience. Uh, with us, we basically made the determination to when we left Wildfire to basically start from ground zero and say, hey. They control all of this shit. There's all these great numbers here, but we ain't reaping the benefits of it. No. We might as well just fully control this shit and then just build it up from the ground to where we control everything. We see everything and it's... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba real-time reporting right so it's like you know when it comes to our numbers and all of that like when y'all see us posting like 300,000 download badges and 500k download Mm -hmm. badges we'll be at a million soon this is basically like the third or fourth shot at 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 those numbers like we've accomplished that a long time ago uh but you know again we had to start over roughly two years ago after our hiatus and then basically making a determination we're gonna go as hard as possible with this shit and in just 2021 alone, it's reaped tremendous amount of benefits right. from the first live show all the way through Patreon to the next live show we got coming up. And then now we basically have a full, we have a staff, it's us, it's Dan, it's other people that are helping us out here and there. And then we also have like a network of sponsors, shout out to Revamp Paintball that has sponsored the show before and is also sponsoring this live show that we got coming up. And um, it's like relationships like that where I can just hit people on a fly and get shit done. So with that being said, if it's all coming out of our personal networks, why involve anybody else or break bread with anybody else other than the people that support us and help us the most? Doesn't really make sense. Like it's literally like hustling backwards. And because we talk a lot on this show about not being your own op, we didn't want to fall into that category. So it's like, yo, let's just... 
experience the growing pains. Do what the fuck we got to do. We know we got the best fans in the world. We know we got a, the crazy supportive audience that's going to grow with us and going to rock with us through us trying to figure shit out. Let's just step out on faith and get this shit done and not do the new year, new me shit where we wait till right. January to do it. It's like, nah, this shit got to happen now. You know one thing you just made me think about? You know that losing weight is the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. Did you know that the gyms, like the first couple of days after the New Year, it's like ridiculously... I couldn't believe it. Because I'm a gym person now. So I couldn't believe that shit last year. And then as like January ends and February begins, it's like it trickles down yeah. it trickles <laughs> down. And, you know, once the springtime hits and the taco trucks is open, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like... In the taco truck. You know what they call them outdoor Jones? Uh, food truck festival. Yeah, yeah. They got one coming up. Man, ain't nobody coming up. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They got one coming up. The new year, new me shit is crazy. Cause it's like, what about today is different than? Yeah, there's literally day. there's literally no plausible reason to to delay something that you actually want to get done. No. There's yeah, like absolutely. there's there's no reason. I, I, like, you could go through a list of a hundred reasons, and none of them are like, a good reason to you not know what start. Job, like it irritates me when people be up, come up to me and be like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna get on that Patreon," and it would just be like, "Why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, just do it." Yeah, either you are, or you are. Either you either you is or you ain't. Yeah, like you, you, we don't gotta go through this. Uh, more news? Do you want to tell? Them? Uh, you can tell. Them. All right, I'm trying to go. find this news story. Oh, okay, well you do that. Uh. We told the people on Patreon. Told well, Patreon. The, the VIP on Patreon. We told all the whole Patreon actually. Actually, yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> we told the whole Patreon. Uh, we've scheduled a live show. Correct. Hold on. Ah, wrong <laughs> one. <laughs> it's actually better if you hit the wrong button first. <laughs> it makes it it's better media if you hit the wrong button. I'm gonna figure this soundboard out because I got all kinds of sounds and quotes that I'm gonna add to this fucking thing. I'm gonna figure it out. But I told Chad for the last year and a half. I want a soundboard. You know what Chad did? Got, Got a soundboard. Sound. But what was the reason this announcement? Live show. Oh, <laughs> what was the reason this announcement of a live <laughs> show? Live show. Oh yeah. We've locked on. We've locked in a live show. Correct. The clash have already happened. Uh, December seventeenth. Friday. Friday, December seventeenth. Uh, what is that? One week before Christmas. Eight Correct. days before Christmas. Uh, we're doing a live show at a secret location. It's an art gallery. Yes. It's pretty fly. It's brand new. It's brand new. Spending like the newspaper and Philly Mag and all of that shit already. It's really, really nice. Yeah, it's super cool. Come get your selfies off. Yeah. There'll be 200 seats. Hard cap. Hard cap. 200, 200 seats. seats, yes. Not like last time. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, a real 200. Yeah. And the last time we went over that. Yeah. After, so, it's, I, mm-hmm. you know, this is, it's going to be one of those things like get your, get your tickets early. Patreon VIP will have first access. And look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. 500 people down there on the Patreon. Yeah. So if they buy them all, fast. You out of luck. You out of luck. You had to wait till the next one. You know. The Don't good know. news is, though, is that we the delay in announcing the live show, because we've conce- been conceptualizing this for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. like hardcore, like a couple weeks. The delay in announcing it was based around the fact that, like, we were trying to come up with a system, like mm-hmm. something that can work not just for this event, but for events going forward, and just basically put the power into the people that are listening and supporting the show. Mm-hmm. And it's basically going to be up to y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in terms of like your level of access, your level of support, 
how much you pay for the ticket, all of that is basically going to be left up to the audience. Yeah. Patreon VIP, because they support us year-round, they literally give us the, twice as much money as they give Netflix every month, they're going to get the first crack at the tickets. So they get a 48-hour exclusive window for Patreon VIPs to basically be able to buy tickets to this live show at the lowest at price, half the price. At half the price. At the lowest price point. After that 48-hour point, so if in the first three hours all 50 of those tickets go, we open up another set of tickets, still at a discounted number. To whereas those maybe somebody was at work, they was they was high from last night. Yeah, the perk was still. Yeah, yeah. the perk was still active. They was fucking a young bitch. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, they lacked. All right, cool. You still can get a discount. Mm-hmm. Once those tickets go, now everything is at full price. Now. There could very well be a situation where we have a roughly, I think, 390 VIP patrons. Mm-hmm. We could sell all 200 tickets tomorrow. Right. It could, I mean, or today, rather. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. We could sell all 200 tickets in one shot, and then it's just going to be an all-VIP show. That's up to the VIPs. If they lack and they don't do what they need to do in the 48-hour window that they have, then we'll open them up to the general public. Now, in addition to that, if y'all feel that strongly about missing this particular show. And it's going to be a dope-ass show. We got a lot of cool shit going into the show. It's going to be food, drinks all included. Yes. Real drinks. Real drinks. Real, like, liquor. Top-shelf liquor. Yeah. Shout-out to Ciroc. And a special guest. So with that being said, if y'all feel that strongly about it, about missing this show, we will run it back within 30 days. We'll do. We'll pop off another live show within thirty days because we already took the time to come up with a system that works. Now, what if we release the tickets to the VIPs, right? And they buy them all. So it's like, oh, we're gonna do another show for y'all, and then we do it, and the VIPs buy all of them. Well, the next show it'll just be a free fall. We'll give everybody open air on the next one, and um, we probably switch the guests or do something different, whatever. Maybe get Kev involved. He's been a huge supporter of the mm-hmm. show and helping to spread the word. Um, yeah, and our, and our, our growth, yeah, our growth yeah. in in this show, jumping back up to kind of where we were some years ago, yeah. and him appearing on this show kind of run parallel to yeah. one another. And I want to give him the credit he deserves for literally yeah, definitely, definitely. pounding the pavement, telling a lot of people about this show, and. Being available for the call of duty whenever we call him to do something, whether it be don't get people to donate money to our guy down in Texas when his uh, his child's mother and his son passed, or um, this phone is killing me. Um, it's on mute. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> uh, whether you know, so it's whether or just telling people about the show, making trying to get guests on the show, whatever the case may be. So we want to give Kevin Hart Jr. his flowers, his appreciation for being. A proponent for TRPE, being a support system, and just being a friend to us, also. Right. Um, but yeah, the tickets, like like I said, it includes cocktail hour. It's gonna be a party. We got a DJ. Yes. Strobe lights. I'm gonna be pop locking. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be turn. Merchandise is included. You know what I'm saying? Custom merch for the show. It's 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 gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a whole thing. It's gonna be decent. And like we said on the Patreon, <laughs> no AO. So <laughs> most importantly, most, most importantly, no AO. No it's fucking AO. You know he's in Myanmar right now. You know, so or maybe not. Or probably the or or just uh, 68th and Greenway. It looks like Myanmar. <laughs> Same difference. Whatever. But uh, yeah, like we said, live show December 17th. Um, mark it down. When are we gonna release? I say we do it Friday. Do what Friday? Release the tickets. Release the tickets on Monday. But everybody gets paid Friday. 
People got paid last Friday. I don't know. It was like the fifth of the month. You want to delay? Uh, you want to wait a week? No. I mean, I, I, I can take six for now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... Because the flyer's done. I'm looking at Rod. I, the, re- the reason I don't want to release the tickets today is because people are just catching... Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just getting announced. Well... I've had like 15 people hit me up already. Yeah, I've had a good eight or nine <laughs> walk up to me. That's about selling like 70 tickets sold to me. I mean, I'm getting fucked up. Like, you know, I, like I, I, you know, I want it done. I, you know, I, I plan to have a good time doing this thing. But at the same time, it's like. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't know. I feel like you see a try to be for the people. Yeah. Like, you don't just want to. Because, like, get it fucked up. Like, people, you know, they have other things going on. It's well, I, but we did, we, we did alert the VIPs. We did. A week and a half in advance. And it's supposed to be a VIP experience. Damn, yeah. So you kind of. Hey, look, man. Shopping right. <laughs> shopping right. Getting free turkeys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was about to say shopping right. It's called shopping bag. But, uh, all right, yeah. Tickets yeah. on sale now. Well, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow for VIPs. Yeah. And then Wednesday for everybody else. And then Friday. And then Friday. For everybody else. For everybody else still. Again. When you get paid. <laughs> <For everybody laughs> and else most people again. get paid on Thursday anyway. I, I I get paid on Friday now, believe it or not. Really? I've been getting paid on Thursday all my life. But, uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking trash as fuck. Every day pay now. Every yeah, but day we're not, we're not prostituting. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can take your paycheck. Oh, you can cash out? Like Uber and all that. That's their selling point of getting you to come work there. Oh, shit. They only pay out. 17 a day. Do you have to pay a 3% instant transfer fee like Venmo? Probably 40%. <laughs> you, know, you know, in Vegas, when you get paid, they'll give you your check and chips. What's going on here? At certain casinos? <laughs> Did you know that? That's yeah. predatory. Yeah, but no, my, I got a couple people that are like you know I'm happy with the poker shit. So I damn. Uh, if you in certain casinos, if you get when you get paid, they'll give you your check and chips. Take these chips, man. <laughs> Take these eight blacks, nigga. <laughs> damn, go <laughs> get busy out there. That's the most predatory shit I ever heard in my life. Like you did as gotta like put yourself in a black book <laughs> if you work at the casino. That's like that would that's the equivalent of like a pimp paying one of his hoes in sex. <laughs> I know you just fucked all week. And and I owe you twenty seven hundred. It's payday, girl. It's payday, girl. Come, come take these dicks. Like That's the most predatory shit I ever heard in my whole entire life. That's real. They'll pay you in chips. No. Yeah, no, we, they they shouldn't be doing. That. I'm t- I'm telling you what they doing. I know what they doing, but they, they, they should be. They should have killed all the idiots. <laughs> I know this. They shouldn't have clapped them. Okay. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. People working for free. Real shit. <laughs> you gonna be here tomorrow, right? Yeah. I have to be. Yeah. I'm gonna be here every day for the rest yeah. of my life. It's like telling them we pay him in rechargeable batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave him on the stand. And like, yeah, that's real. Awful. Awful. But no, nah, that's a real thing. Capitalism. Capitalism, man. About to look it up. Fuck. Yeah, that's pretty horrible, man. 
But I say this to say, if you're not on the VIP Patreon already, you should probably get there in the next 48 hours so you can take advantage of the discounted tickets for the live show. See how that works? See how, see how one hand washes the other and then the other one washes the face and hopefully the ass at some point? They all work together. Yeah, washing ass is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Like, y'all be forgetting that joke so much. I don't know what the hell be going on. In the back of them ears, you don't be winging. Dog fight apparently. Apparently, we're at Michael Vick's house. (laughs) Shit is nuts. The um, but uh, yeah, like we said, live show December seventeenth, man. Yes, it is booked. It is locked in. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be fun. And you can only buy tickets. You can only get on the ticket portal if you got the password. Only way you get the password is if you're on Patreon VIP. Well, for the first for the first forty eight hours. Then I'll just open the site. I don't give a fuck who buy the tickets. So VIP, Patreon, regular Patreon, mm-hmm. and then general audience. General audience. Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting week. It's gonna be fun. And if y'all don't buy the tickets, you know what? We'll just cancel the show. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'll just go on vacation. It's unlimited overtime. Don't right? <laughs> <laughs> scare me. Right. I'll just go out of town. Be like, what live show? What live show? Real shit. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, I'm actually feeling very, very good, man. Um, I didn't uh, do too much this weekend. We recorded the other day. Um, I went to one of my favorite spots, Bar Poulet, for dinner on Saturday. I actually went for like early supper. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a week ago. Yeah, Bar Poulet is fucking fire. If y'all haven't been there yet, it's it's uh, fried chicken and champagne. And Yo. apparently, it's the greatest shit of all time. I Listen, had no I'm idea. I'm telling my man Jared, mm-hmm. I'm showing him pictures. He's like, oh, don't look that good. I'm like, I'm telling you. I'm bro. telling you. It's gas station fried chicken <laughs> without the imminent danger of a gas station. You will not get smoked. <laughs> you will not die at this joint, hopefully. But I'm telling you, it's gas station chicken without the gas station. Yeah, whenever I go there, um, you know, there's a, a usually well-to-do blacks in the spot. You know, a lot of brunch boots. Uh, a oh, lot of yeah, turtlenecks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of turtlenecks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, them fucking, what they call them? Uh, Chelsea? Chelsea boots. Chelsea boots. Yeah, the, the poors have not made it down there yet. Thank God. And it's, it's right in their price point. Yeah. You would think they'd be down there tearing tearing up a bucket of chicken. A bucket of chicken is what, $36? $36. Yeah. I get, that's expensive, though. That is expensive. Not really. Not really. But actually, you, I can like. All right. So let's let this be a a, a marker in history right now. Uh, November eighth, mm-hmm. uh, bucket of chicken at Bar Poulet thirty six dollars. In the next sixty days, it's gonna be fifty eight. Oh yeah, it's gonna go up. <laughs> once once niggas get onto something, yeah. They announced that there's gonna be a sugar factory opening. In, opening oh up. man, let's talk about let's let's lead with that. There's gonna be a sugar factory opening up in Philadelphia. I'm giving it 109 days. <laughs> For being open. Not being open, but before there's a major incident. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm giving it 46 days before yeah. the first stabbing or uh, mass shooting. I'm going 28. Because when it comes on the news, the stories is today at the Sugar Factory, there was an all-out brawl, altercation Man. that took place in the restaurant. Uh, according to sources, it began when one man's hookah cold. You know, what? One woman, according to one uh, scared patron, one woman was can be heard yelling, "Who the fuck is gratuity? And who the fuck ordered this shit?" 
and and then the and then the hookah flew across oh. at the uh, at the waiter. More at seven. Yeah. Authorities are saying more than forty-four <laughs> shots were. <worth. laughs> you know, niggas always get a drum in somewhere. Like, dog, Sugar Factory is gonna be wild. No, nah, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, Sugar Factory is just uh, Fridays with food color. Yeah, like they got sliders, yellow, yellow, green, blue, purple. It's like it's like Fridays with uh, what's that liquid nitrogen? Your liquid nitrogen, yeah. <laughs> dry ice and food yeah. color. That's yeah. all it is. Big slutty smoking drink <laughs> and a goblet yeah. and a clear goblet. Big see-through yeah, medieval I'm, cup. I'm, I'm in the Bahamas. The, the waiter that's not even my waiter talking about, oh, you got that soul, man, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just make me feel extra terrible for ordering this shit at oh. one in the afternoon. Has anybody ever finished the... Hell no. That's, part, that's the beauty of it. You can't. It's a, it's a scam. It's a fish tank. It's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Did you ever see the Mike up stand up where the bull had one in the, in the crowd? No. And then uh, Mike up was like, look it. This nigga right here. No, it wasn't my guy. It was um the lights getting bored. Um, was with with uh, Kevin Hart, Baby Mom, Bordy McClub. Uh, Kevin Hart, Baby Mom, Bordy McClub. D Ray Davis. D Ray Davis. Yeah, yeah. his jaw. He was the bull had a he had one of them big ass. It was like remember the pimps used to carry the big jaw. The goblet. He had one. He was like, look at this nigga over here. He was like, why you come outside with that big dumbass cup? Look at his, his lady. She embarrassed. She like, I told him not to bring that big dumbass glass. <laughs> He was looking at her like, shut up, bitch. I gotta go get gas. What I'm gonna put in here? Said, <laughs> <laughs> so we run out of gas. What I'm gonna Cup gonna come in handy as shit. Cup gonna come in handy as motherfucker. Say, shut up, bitch. We run out of gas. The fuck I'm gonna put in Let me get 38 on the goblet. Yo, on the goblet. I seen a motherfucker at the gas station one day putting gas in a three liter. And the, the the gas station worker came out. I was like, Nah, man, you tripping? That's that's like a fucking fine, man. Like, and he was like, What? Why? He was like, You know, you're not supposed to put gas in anything other than gas. To, you didn't yeah. you know that was like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to put gas in nothing else but, but a gas container. But a gas container. He was putting that shit in a three liter bottle. I'm like, Yo, where the fuck do you even get a three liter bottle at? Somebody said they saw somebody at the gas station filling up a trash bag. Oh yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> With kerosene. When that shit was going on down south. <laughs> Yeah, niggas was wildin', dog. Yeah. Motherfuckers was putting gas in a trunk. Like, yo, what the fuck is you? You get rear-ended, nigga. <laughs> yo, I was watching 21 Jump Street the other night. These niggas on there, they having a fucking car chase mm-hmm. on uh, on the highway. The fucking gas truck tip over. Yeah. They wait for it to explode. It yeah. don't explode. The motorcycle hit the... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Uh, uh, hey. the nitrogen, liquid nitrogen, Joe, don't explode. They should hit the fucking chicken truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right Twenty one jump shit was funny as shit. What was we talking about earlier? Oh, Tropic Thunder. Oh my Tropic god, Thunder. I watched Tropic Thunder recently. Yo, that that Robert Downey Jr. Man, he deserved the fucking Oscar. The fact that black people still do not understand satire. Dog. In 2021, and are still writing <laughs> think pieces on social media about his role in that Yo, movie. Jules was like, "Do you think that that he could get away with it now?" I'm like, "Fuck no." Nah, that fuck movie me. came out today. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. 
But I'm like, the, 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 the premise of the movie was he's the best actor ever. Yes. He won four of what would be considered Academy uh, Awards. Academy Award, right. He was the greatest actor ever. And it was like, any role he gets, he becomes He immerses himself. He immerses himself in the role. So when he was awarded the role of the black soldier, he went and had surgery to make his skin Pigment black. ultimate alteration. <laughs> When Jack Black was drinking, remember he was on the heroin and he was drinking out the pond. He was like, no, no, no. Uh, Alpha, you got a booty sweat? Yeah, get him trucking on some Alpha's ass water. <laughs> 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 Don't wake me. was hilarious in that joke, dog. Everything out of his mouth was funny as shit. Hilarious ass movie. But we went off the rails again. Yeah, That's what as we Live show, December 17th. That's facts. That was the point. If you're not on VIP already, get on VIP. I'm sure there's still some discounted tickets available on there, whether it be the $50 ones or the $75 ones. But again, what do you get for your ticket? You get entry to the event. You get unlimited selfies because this this pop art gallery is the shit, and you can take a zillion photos. Um, you're going to get a cocktail hour with uh, you know signature TRP drinks, top shelf alcohol. Um, you're also going to get a special guest. And then you're going to get food as well. Prepared by my guy, Chef Asim, um, his catering And merch. And merch. And a, pow, 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 and pow. And remember the last show, we had exclusive merch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's included in the ticket. Correct. Shirt, hoodies, all that bullshit. Exclusive merch at yep. the event. And then you get the, the after party. Absolutely. At the same event. And that's when the, the strobe light right. on and the pop block and stuff. Definitely got to bring the strobe yeah, light. got to bring the strobe. <laughs> you know caution, saying? you got a strobe light. Yeah. We're requests. Do you got a request? Do you got a stroke? <laughs> uh, have they said where the sugar factory is going to be? Or they haven't got. I didn't even. I didn't get past the headline. The headline instilled enough fear in me alone to not oh, even that to not yeah. even uh, pursue further detail. I'm scared. I'm afraid. Okay. I don't. I don't want to know. Uh, it's going to be dangerous. Have you been to Paladar yet? No, I was going to go today. Okay. I was going to go today and get lunch, but then I just ended up going to the melt shop um, at the mall instead. But I'm going to go to Paladar one day this week and yeah, sit in there. I went and got the tacos. I told Dan, it was lit. Yeah. you go get the chicken tacos, but remove the chicken, I get steak. Okay. Because so you want the chicken ingredients. ingredients. The, the caramelized onions, yeah. the, the aioli, the other shit. But take the chicken out and put steak in. Then I get right. extra steak because I'm a freak. <laughs> right. And you know. Yeah, I went over there this day, uh -huh. and it was too crowded. Oh, it'd be, it'd be jumping. Last night it was jumping, but I you know, I did it real quick on the phone and slid in, like, oh, take out. Yeah. Know, well, it ain't like the Thai place my man at, you know what I mean? Yeah. He said an hour and ten minutes for the wait. <laughs> I was like, damn, an hour and ten minutes for takeout? That nigga straight was like, hey, man, we got one cook. I was like, damn, he that swung? He's like, well, like listen, I'm the man, cook. I'm the cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cook. It's funny. the funniest shit I've heard. He's like, all right, well, you know, shit, can't argue with that. That nigga answered the phone like, whatever the fuck it is, some some garden. I'm like, yo, man, I'm on, I saw you online, best top place in Villanova. I'm gonna put an order in, man. Yeah. Take out. He's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. We hour and ten minutes. And it was funny because he's black. Because he was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like, we hour and ten minutes. I'm like, hour and ten dog for takeout. He's like, hey, man, we got one cook. I'm like, damn, he that swamp? He's like, hey, listen, man, I'm the cook. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing everything. <laughs> doing I'm, ta I'm talking to you on the headset right now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want from me. I'm doing a little everything right, <laughs> right now. Big man. Yeah, Paladar, them tacos would be fucking slamming. Yeah, and they Brussels out. sprouts. Brussels Paladar. sprouts are A1. Okay. And I'm a Brussels sprout fanatic, so I can tell you where the best ones. They Brussels sprouts is real fucking All right, cool. 
Might slide there again tonight. Free advertising for Paladar. We've been doing free advertising. Yeah. Steph Ox and the book yeah. Paladar. It's a lot of free advertising. Steph's party. There's a lot of free advertising everywhere. Shit, I'm going, I'm going back to New York tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to figure out somewhere to eat up there. Yeah. Uh, Give me a place or two when I, when I, when I get a chance. Yeah. I've been to all of that. Nothing fancy because I'm not, you know. I did buy a suit the other day. Did you go to Julon Club yet? No. I went to, last time I went, I went to the Chop House. Okay. If you, if you like, um, like contemporary, like Asian fusion, little almost Mexican. What's like, your favorite type of food? Asian fusion. I'm Asian. I'm Chinese. Okay. Yeah. You know what my favorite joint is? Italian. Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah. I, I that was my shit. Like growing up, my mom made a lot of pastas and spaghetti and mm-hmm. lasagna and ziti and stuffed shells and all that shit. I've had my fill. True for story. Like, true. Like, little known fact. I don't know how how useful this is. But I can eat Chef Boyardee string stripped for law. Chef Boyardee spaghetti and meatballs, I can eat it straight out of the can. Really? Yeah. Savage life. Yeah. It's pretty bad. You know what I'm <laughs> pretty saying? Pretty bad. But my whole life, I was able to do it, and everybody would be shocked at the shit. And it's just like, you know how people get like Chef Boyardee, and they got to warm it up and mm-hmm. put it in the can. And people get real freaky. They get the beefaroni, and then add sausages and every fucking thing else. <laughs> I don't need none of that. Yeah. I can dead ass open up a... Spaghetti and meatballs, Chef Boyardee, and dead ass just start eating the shit. Shit is crazy. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, I love pasta. Okay. I love lasagnas, raviolis, all that shit. Yeah. So like, my favorite restaurants are uh, Budokan, Nobu, mm-hmm. Tao. I go to Tao a lot. Um, and what else do I uh, like? Oh, Julan Club. Go to, I go to Julian every time I go to there. You should try Bayoli in Miami next time you go. Okay. We went. It's really, really good. Is that the Thai drink? It's Asian Fusion. Asian Fusion? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it's Asian Fusion, I'm there. You ain't got to tell me twice. I'm yeah. pulling up. My thing with Asian Fusion is I get in there and I I, I, I don't want any fusion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just straight Asian. I just, like, just <laughs> sesame chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm scared to try things in them places. Yeah. You know? I remember Sam Ferguson had like a classic episode where Lamont took Fred to an Asian place and he was just like being ridiculous. And it's like, I'm kind of like that too. Got it. You know, so. Uh, do we have any topics? Yeah, we got some topics. Uh, so, we talked about Kanye in this mm-hmm. interview on uh, on Drink Champs, uh, on the Patreon show. Um, kind of want to continue this conversation because I saw a video clip that disturbed the shit out of me tonight. Okay. And uh, Kanye said, and I quote, Yeah, man, I'm trying to get in contact with Beans, man, to give him this money. I owe him this money, and I've been trying to give it to him. And apparently, Beans has found Kanye. Mm -hmm. And what happens after Beans finds Kanye? Goes straight to the club and tell everybody Kanye giving him 50 million and 5% of Yeezy. And the reason why this particularly... Wait, what? <laughs> yes, you didn't see that video clip. I, I saw the group. I, I, I couldn't even get into the group. Unmute that. Unmute it? All right. We thought it was a room. We thought it was a room. Dan's like, yeah, did you hear the rumor? <laughs> ain't no rumor. This is Beanie Siegel the other night at Noto Nightclub. I just got a phone call from a the other day. What they say, uh, man? What they say? What he say? What he say? Let's go. He said, see, I owe you 50 million. Woo! And 5% stock in these. Woo! 
don't know if niggas know, Yeezy said 1.7 billion. Yeah. 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 The only way, Can you turn the AC up a little? yeah. The only <clears throat> way people are gonna know um, that I got fifty million is by them never seeing me again. Yeah, by Versace <laughs> being everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, by 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 them never seeing me again. They like, oh, they must have got that fifty. But yeah. I'm not going to Noto yeah. during a city girls after party yeah. and telling every why are you and telling, telling me? Philadelphia. There ain't 50 million worth of people. There. <laughs> <laughs> you add all you yeah, niggas up. If I took all you niggas hostage yeah. and called the United States Embassy, they wouldn't give me 50 million for you motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. 50 million and 5% of Yeezy. And I'm just like, this is a bad idea. Now, has Kanye confirmed this? He has not confirmed the 50 million number. Okay. Because uh, why would he give him 50 million and 5 Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah, uh, perpetuity, I guess. I don't fucking okay. know. I, I would think it would be one of the other. In a weird way, in a weird way, follow me now. If Beans was, was clever and had some clever legal people around him, I don't know how right I am. Kev, you're going to hit us, I know. <laughs> when Kanye said in the Drink Champs interview, I've been looking for Beans to give him this money, he came up with Yeezy. He called me Yeezy. And then Nori says, yeah, Big just told me that. That kind of like... That's in a, that's that's confirmation of intellectual property, of creation of intellectual well, property. Well, Mark, exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> that's exhibit A through F. Yeah. Like, if Beans wanted to be on some 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 hoe shit, yeah. I'd go straight to court, yeah, I'm suing for a percentage of Yeezy. Yeah, to where it's like, that could realistically be... Yeah, I'm suing be for 7,000%, your honor. Yeah. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Grant... Uh, 7,000% is not a legal uh, amount for the purposes of court. Uh, well, how much can I sue for? Remember the boy, uh, uh, what's his name? He was like, um, the, the boy, he had the jokes. Like, uh, people ask me all the time, if LeBron played in the, in, the, in the 70s or the 80s, do you think he'd be as dominant? And I tell him, listen, if LeBron played in the 80s, LeBron would average 168 points a game on 234% shooting. <laughs> 
234 percent shooting is fucking hilarious. Cause that's how bad it would look. It'll never like, miss. It would be that much of a bloodbath. But yeah, seven thousand percent. You imagine Bob Cousy trying to get, take a charge on LeBron. Not trying to be funny. I was watching the uh, the Knicks and the and the Bucks the other night. Yeah. These motherfuckers move so fast. Like just how quick yeah. offense goes to defense and back and forth. It's unbelievable, dog. Passes, I'm talking about bullet passes get tipped and go out of bounds. Right. Like motherfuckers be that fast with yeah. their hands on the shit. Like 85% of the league is Michael Jordan athletic. Dog. Including the big men. Dog. Dog. It's like it's not right. <laughs> it's it's not supposed to be this way. Joel like, and B be out the Euro stepping. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine Patrick Ewan trying to defend Anthony Davis? What? Could you imagine Patrick Ewing Euro stepping? <laughs> Pat blew bad a layup. <laughs> Pat blew a finger off. Pat like, had an eight inch vertical. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Pat was Pat knees was low key shot coming out of college. Oh. He was already wearing double knee braces no, coming out of college. He was just seven foot. That was it. You can't teach height. Yeah. Oh, when Jordan got drafted, they was like, oh, he's not going to help the Bulls organization. Yeah, Walt was, Frazier said that shit. I think I was 37. This is how I know <laughs> the sports analyst shit is so dumb. Yeah. Walt Frazier said that shit. Walt Frazier is the Knicks play-by-play dude. Yeah. He said courtside of the ring. He's paid to do this To job. do that shit. Walt Frazier dead ass was like, oh, Jordan's not going to be able to help the Chicago organization. He's not seven feet. But yeah. Like, so there's that. There's Analysis. That. <laughs> Analysis. commercial. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, but uh, damn, I didn't know fifty mil and five percent of Yeezy. I, the fifty mil sounds a little ridiculous. Five percent of Yeezy. That if he were really smart, and this is a binding legal agreement, give me five million and fifteen percent, because the like you said, the company. He said the company worth one point seven. No, 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 no. The company is making one point seven yeah. a year. The it ain't worth six, I want to say. It's worth like nine. Yeah, something. Like that. <laughs> like, so between, you know, uh, like somewhere between six and a half and nine, and with Kanye's land holdings and all of that shit, he's worth $9 billion because he's got 12,000 acres of land between fucking Wyoming and then all throughout the fucking rural uh, western county. And then he's the number one landowner in Calabasas County in California also with like, 200-something acres or whatever just in Calabasas. So, yeah, so I would shoot for, give me a little bit less on the cash, a lot less, up the percentage because it's going to pay off in the long run. But all this video confirms for me of Beans going to Noto and making this announcement that nobody asked him about is that all niggas really want to do is shine and just shit on niggas. Even just and just let just, everybody know what the fuck they got going if, on. If, if this is true, five, five, 50, what is it? Fifty million and five percent. If that's true, just knowing that 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 could it could have some validity. Yeah. Hearing them niggas like, what do you say, man? <laughs> what do you say? It's just like uh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and the thing is, when the cat is out the bag, you can't put the cat back in the bag. No. And that's the problem with this. I was watching. Uh, Nori was on live with Fat Joe either today or yesterday, and they was basically talking through the whole situation. And Nori was like, yo, make no mistake about it. Like, Kanye is dead serious about paying beans. Now, he didn't say a number, but he said Kanye is dead set on paying beans this money because I was with him for two days after the Drink Champs interview, 
And he was literally like, no, nah, like, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm trying to get this nigga this money. Like, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. So he said he had reached out to Beans. Beans said that he had some sort of gripe with Kanye that they needed to work through whatever, whatever first. And then they can get to the business negotiation. And then Nori said, yo, I'm going to be back in contact with Kanye, Def Jam, and Beanie Siegel on Monday to wrap up all this various business I got with everybody. And then we're going to solidify if this shit happened or not. In fact, Joe was saying he knows somebody, like a power player in the music industry, that Kanye wanted to hire to do some work for him, and he advanced him $3 million. Like, yo, your yearly salary is $3 million, and just wish account up information and wired the nigga $3 million. So the shit that he was saying on Drink Champs about, yeah, I pay people 50-50, whatever, whatever, or sometimes I just pay him outright, he confirmed that that story is true. So Kanye has got a lot of liquid money at his disposal. Right, for sure, for sure. Like the CEO of Balenciaga is picking you up. You with Oprah, all these like, yeah. The money is it, that's not a question. My whole thing is, you there. There have been weeks where Kanye is the richest black man on earth. Damn Correct. Man. Yeah. Beans is such a Philly nigga. <laughs> like, what the fuck could you possibly find out that? The richest black man in America yeah. with the hottest fucking clothing shit going on that's independently his the shit. The number one influencer on earth. Like, what? Like, who just did all kinds of fucking streams? Like, he still's a titan when it comes to music. Yeah. He has the number one song in the country right now. It's like, what issue could y'all have that he's like, yo, I got to give him some money and this percentage because yeah. he came up with this brand, this name for this brand yeah. is now worth six to nine billion dollars. <laughs> What in your Philly brain is like, oh no, we got some shit we gotta squash <laughs> first. Then we can get to gotta that. stand on principles. <laughs> get this shit out of the way. Why did you can't rhyme up? <laughs> <laughs> you know I wanted that down and out beat pussy. Yeah, probably some shit like that. Or you get them all them niggas in my feet. <laughs> I pray it's true. I I I, I I desperately want this to be because you know I'm a Mac fan all the yeah. way through. So it's like yeah, I, I I feel like Beans caught a raw deal in a lot of ways. In absolutely. a lot of ways, the way that shit just all unfolded and unpacked. Because Beans is one of them people. I don't know if you saw Snoop the other day. Snoop was saying how he wants rap legends to be viewed and respected and cherished and treated the same way rock legends yeah, are. Absolutely, where rock legends can go out and do these earth-shattering tours, and they can do these live albums that wind up going number one mm-hmm. for 90 weeks and all this crazy shit. It's like... At age 75. At 75. <laughs> real shit. Beans is supposed to be heralded. Yes. Especially in this area. Like, in Philly, the track... Beans is supposed to be heralded. Yeah, for sure. There shouldn't be no, you know... Running around with this little rapper that say shit like right. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. Jay and Nas don't do that. They don't. Snoop do it just because you know he a uh, man of the people. He gripping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, it's just what it is. Gang bang politics. <laughs> it is what it is. But like Jay don't be ear to the street running around with dirty this ball and dirty like yeah. like I don't know. And beans to me in a weird way should just be above all it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just. What it is, he's, he was that talented, that good. Even when you listen to the Drink Champ shit, and it's just like, Kanye's like, nah, I was listening to What We Do Is Wrong, and it's just like, yeah, like, Beans was a fucking, he was amazing. He was an animal. He was amazing, <laughs> and the way he could just 
vividly descript the 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 harsh realities of yeah. Philly life, especially South Philly life. That nigga should just he should have a lot of money and just be peacefully sitting somewhere. Yeah, real shit. So I I wouldn't mind it being. 100%. I mean, I I want it to be true, but I also want Beans to stop telling people about this money until he has it and he's in a secluded location. Yeah, I I, I ain't even talking about fanatic <laughs> like something happened to the nigga. I just feel like because you. But here's the thing. Where we come from, and this is certain places, Philadelphia, Newark, New Jersey, Orange, New Jersey, Camden, New Jersey, Chester. You tell a nigga you got 50 million, they think you got 50 million in the house. Yeah. And they coming to find that shit. The, the, uh, again, like where I think Bean should be is not at the club, at Noto, with the, the after party for the young, what's they called? City girls. The city girls. You just shouldn't be there. You just, <clears throat> excuse me. You were, you were... Frontline member of Rockefeller Records. You just yeah. should not be. In you're a, you're a living legend. Yeah, you're a living legend. There's no reason to be in there with those people. Yeah. Because I know what those people are. <laughs> <clears throat> they had the concert last night. Yeah. Apparently, they only performed for like 20-something minutes. 20 minutes, sipping some Henny at the same time. Mike's pointed out to the crowd, and then they peace out. And then 42 Doug did, apparently didn't perform at all. No? No, he was the headline. How did, what happened? Supposedly some curfew thing or whatever. He posted a message. He, <laughs> like post- he had to be in the house? No, 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 no. City curfew for the venue, for the Met. Oh. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he posted a message on his IG, which I will not read out of respect to Steph and Mir from Dope Shows. I, I'm not going to spread that, that message or that propaganda, but it was not a flattering message the way that he sent it out. Oh, okay. It was bad. I didn't even know 42 Doug was on the show. Yes, he was the headliner. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so it was just, uh, it was a weird night in Philly. <laughs> there was a lot going on Saturday night in Philly. Damn. Yes. Shout out to, uh, to Mir. Did Mir get married? I cannot confirm or deny. I believe he did. Okay. I saw the pictures. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know niggas be at their wedding and be like, man, what's a bar mitzvah? <laughs> 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 Niggas, niggas, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to be aloof. Like leave me alone, man. God damn. <laughs> Let me be aloof. Nigga, I'm becoming a man over there. <laughs> I'm trying to, try to, mind, try to mind my fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a nigga check you about that, man. Nigga, I ain't telling people I'm married. Fuck wrong with you. Me <laughs> I was going because I was going to congratulate him. Again, he was expressed on the real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Some mad shit. You know what I'm saying? Please. Don't come looking for me, because Matt told people you, you got married. Hey, man, listen, <laughs> I'm going to get married. You know what I'm saying? Are we good over there? Yeah, we good. Okay. It's just these screens and shit, they bother me. I'm getting on my nerves. Oh. Well, get your, your mail out of there. That's this. That's what I'm doing. That's the yeah. first thing. Onionbooty.com. <laughs> Since you're re-up. <laughs> your, your account is now refreshed. <laughs> You can now download 87 terabytes of porn. And, and enjoy this VIP pass for the next 21 days. Yo, real shit. I don't even know how that email got open. No. But, different. um, yeah, damn, I did not know 42 Doug. I didn't, I didn't even, I, yeah. I didn't know anything of, you know, I don't know. Like, what the fuck right. do I know about this shit for? And I, I tweeted yesterday, somebody was like complaining about it. I'm like, you went to a City Girls concert. You know what I'm saying? So there, so there we yeah, have that. It's like, <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but it's like, that's what you did. You did what you, you paid for. You did that. That you did. You did that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, I know what I wouldn't do with my evening. And that's, you know, that. Yeah. 
one of uh, you know, one of our close uh, close friends to the show, somebody who uh, you know does a lot of work for us, reached out and he said that uh, you know most artists have like video board, fucking you know uh, uh, a, a slideshow, whatever images that they want displayed, like. While they perform, especially like at a 5,000 cap <laughs> small arena. And uh, he said that the city girls, all they had was one JPEG that they wanted put up on the screen. And he's like, he had to put a video montage together for them and shit on the spot. He said, he's like, yeah, it was a mess. He said, but here's a picture of young Miami's ass. So there, so there's, so there we have that. That was worth it. That was worth it. Yeah, where's this picture at? Her ass is phenomenal, by the way. It's perfect in every single way. Is it just me or does she look like um, young? Uh, she looks like um, Carisha. Carisha is young Miami. It is. Yes, nigga. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. So how many city girls is it? Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga thought it was a conglomerate. <laughs> I thought they had like so. It's a it's it's just it's JT a, and Carisha. Oh, I thought it was like a like a like a gang. No, like the pink ladies from <laughs> Greece. <laughs> I thought it was a bunch of individuals. All right, all right. <laughs> you know who she looked like herself. I yo, I, yeah, cause the, so why I don't understand why do they call her Carisha? That's her real name. Real name, rap name. But the other girl's name is... JT. So it's no other city girls? No. So who is uh, Mulatto? That's a whole nother girl. That's from... She from JD show. Okay. From, from the rap game. Damn, I she, thought... She won the rap game. She won the rap game. And then um, she did not sign the deal with JD. She ended up signing with RCA. And she got like a crazy J- ass J- deal. JT is the one with Uzi. JT is Uzi's girl, yes. She's a goth girl now. She goes with Uzi. But she doesn't have like a... A, a double meaning, like it's just JT. Her real name is Jatavia. I, I remember saying that on here because she would do finesse her the year. Yeah. She, uh, the, um, all right, Carisha. Learning with TRP. Yeah. So, but Young Money's my baby mom. Young Money's baby mom. Not Young Money. Uh, money I bag. The, I got the drip in the middle of it. What, yeah, <laughs> money bag. Yeah, yeah, him. Oh, his girl. She's not his baby mom. She's his girlfriend. Ari Fletcher. Right. She's, she's Herbo's baby mom, but she's Moneybag Yo's girlfriend. So who's Moneybag Yo's baby mom? A bunch of random ugly chicks we do not know. He's got like oh, seven okay. baby moms. So he doesn't have a famous baby mom. No, no famous baby mom. Okay. He he's with a famous baby mom. And little baby is with his baby mom, Jada Waiter. Okay. Yeah. And then sell hair and she's a Fenty model and all that shit. What's the guy with the dreads, with the gold dreads? The young boy. Young boy with the gold dreads. Yeah, man. Drake Jones. We please do not listen to that little boy. We do not oh, Dirkio. Dirk. India. India. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. In India. <sighs> I don't, my aunt says we <laughs> were together for 60 years. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah, There's so a lot, lot going on. Yeah, India. <laughs> Dirk, baby mom, but he also has a white. A couple white baby moms. Some uh, uh, what's that city in Philly where niggas go to get their money up? Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. Williamsport. 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 <laughs> he got a couple Williamsport specials. Okay. A couple fat white Jones that you, me pick you up at the sheets. 
and uh, <laughs> the shit gas station. He got a couple of them in his discography before he got to. Pick <laughs> you up at the sheets. <laughs> Pick you up at the sheets. At the sheets. That's so fucking hilarious. Uh, so yeah, he got a couple of them in his discography before his current baby mom, who's yo who's rappers fucking really bad rappers really only fuck with the same eight chicks. That shit is crazy. Like. Remember, like, like, you're not trying to be funny. My, my aunt David, my aunt David, my uncle David, and my aunt sis were really mm-hmm. married 65 years. My, my, Let's give it up for that. Hit the yellow button. Let's give them some claps for that. Yeah, not real shit. My uncle Ike and my aunt Annie, they were together for like 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, remember them relationships? You like them black? Like we talked about yeah. the other day. Like in the black house, we were the most married, and the mm-hmm. you know the, might have been cheating and beating and everything yeah. else, but they were married. The saddest part. About where we are, the current status of black relationships and lack of marriage and all of that shit is that that uh, one in four number of uh, you know black women are married at like a rate of twenty five percent. One in four black women are married. That includes baby boomers. So when they die off, mm-hmm. that number is going to hit the fucking floor. It's going to be like single digits, like, and it's going to be really, really bad. But unfortunately, like we talked on the Patreon, like. You know, the black household was targeted and broken up, um, you know, by a lot of different forces, government forces, communal forces, drugs, oh, it was a lot all of that. It was a lot of shit. It was just like, God damn, like, yeah. can we get a break? Like, it was a lot of shit. And the, the end result is where you are now, where, um, like I said, black women are, are, you know, are the least married, one in, one in 25, one in, uh, one in four, 25 percent. Um, whereas white women are the most married because they're literally taught to like be wives. And even when they're focusing on like their education and their career and all of that, they're still taught to be wives and be looking for a husband from right. a young age, from like college age on. Like a lot of times the, you know, the, the, the Beckys and Samanthas and all of that are meeting their husbands in college. Whereas black women not even entertaining the thought of getting married until they well into the late 20s, early 30s degree, establishing a career and all of that. And then it's like, all right, now let's settle down and have a kid. I will say that, that I've seen that a lot more in recent years. Like, because, you know, we're 35 plus. Yeah. Now, where it's like, people are like, all right, now, you know, I'm trying, trying to hitch this wagon to something. Yeah. It's a lot of marrying down going on, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, for the people that do value marriage, they've, you know, come to the conclusion that, like, you're going to have to make certain sacrifices and you're going to have to bend on certain shit. So, on all of them. Yeah, you have to bend on a lot of shit. I, I've seen women that's just like, love will come. Yeah. You know, I don't even love the motherfucker, but it's <laughs> like, he, he, he bring the check here every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, the, the check that he do got, it ain't much, but he bring it here. <laughs> it ain't much, but he bring <laughs> but he it He bring it home, and that's all that matters. He ain't bringing no STD home, he ain't bringing no babies in this motherfucker. Well, this is STD. It's been a few to knock on the door. But have you, have you, uh, you know, I've been, you know, into this black manosphere and all of these different red pill channels and all that shit on YouTube and a, and a lot of um, whispers. You be down bad? I, no, not really. I be educating myself because I'd be wanting to understand like the dating trends and shit like that. Even though it don't apply to me, I'm in a relationship. But um, a lot of a new a new trend right now is that a lot of female matchmakers and dating coaches. These are black women with agencies built around matchmaking and dating coaches have made the determination that they will no longer accept black women as clients for matchmaking because their standards are too high. And the men that they match them with 
qualify for anybody else. They would qualify. They would check every box. And for the black women that they're that are that are well to do enough to afford a matchmaker, they're bringing them these candidates, and they're like, nope, 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 and they're churning and burning through what are considered like top twenty percent men. How do you feel about matchmaking? I mean, the 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 whole thought process behind matchmaking is that essentially you're hiring somebody to kind of like kind of like a headhunter for a job where you're trying to hire somebody to cut through the muck of like find me the best jobs that are out there as opposed to like me going on Tinder or Instagram or my homegirl hooking me up with her baby father, brother, uncle, cousin, and all of that bullshit. It's like you're basically paying somebody to already vet the candidates before you even agree to date. The reason that these relationships, y'all relationships, all this shit doesn't last is because it's not organic. You cannot force a you can't it just it has to happen. Yeah. That it's it's not like uh, I, I don't know what like what's something you could force like the civil rights movement you know like you know what I'm saying like you know or or you know uh raising up the minimum wage yeah can't stay alive on three thirty five yeah. you gotta force this shit but falling in love and spending life with somebody you can't that shit has to be organic which is again why like I keep it a buck with you like. Even down to how you can't harass a woman now. Oh, I got a good harassment story. Listen, I don't meet Lee unless I harassed her. Yeah. That's the way it worked. Some good old-fashioned harassment used to be the key. harassment was like, and I'm not That was part of the mix. I'm not talking about, you know, running up on nobody and pushing them into... No, but realistically, I jumped off the bus and went after her. Yeah. And it worked. But it's just like, in the grand scheme of things, a large black man got off the bus and followed me down the street. <laughs> this nigga's great. I, I could have tased this nigga. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, yo, like, if it's not organic, it's just not a, it's not a thing. Yeah. So it's like, even when people, people, yeah, I met this nigga, uh, you know, he turned out to be full of shit and da 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 Well, where'd you meet him? A bumble. <laughs> what the fuck did you expect? Nigga bio said hot and horny, looking like, for something to jump on, and you like, oh yeah, let's let's swipe right to this. The, the emojis <laughs> on his bio is a dick and a brain. <laughs> He's trying to get flued out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen, oh? <laughs> Bitch trying to get flued out for the weekend. But like, think about it. If if do do you believe most people, not all, but majority of people, front on social media? Yeah, people, it's projection. People project and lie on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on fucking Twitter, on all this shit. So if you believe that, what the fuck makes you think that a motherfucker's about to get on Tinder yeah, and tell you truth. the truth? Yeah. So if you really looking for something serious, and that's why I, why I like had these conversations before with people, they'd be like, bitch, you're not looking for nothing serious. You're trying to get fucked. Yeah. And if that's the case, ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I know some players out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to link you. Some of them fives or some of some of them tens. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, if you're looking for something real, something that's going to be meaningful, something that's going to be everlasting, yeah. that shit has to be organic. You cannot force that. Jay didn't force reasonable doubt. Yeah, it was this his life? He forced 
Magna Carta. Yeah. You didn't know what I'm saying? He shoved that shit down. Everybody's collective throat. He said, how no. much Samsung Turn got? Turn your phone on. <laughs> how much money Samsung got? Five million. Today? Turn your phone on right now. Turn it yeah, on. Yeah, I know I retired, right but we're going to cut, no. we cut, we cut this album today, nigga. No. Where's Timberland Fathead no. at? Giannis Antetokounmpo did not force a championship. Yeah. That shit was organic. He wrote it out. Juwan Howard definitely forced a championship. <laughs> Gary Payton forced a championship. Think about how motherfuckers get to where they chip chasing. Yeah. As opposed to winning it organically. That's essentially what motherfuckers are doing in the dating world. Where they 20s, early 20s, late late 20s, they chasing after Nelly and, uh, you know, Ron Browns and whoever else was hot. <laughs> right. Then when they realize, like, damn, I can't get Nelly. Damn, I can't get Ron Brown. Damn, young guns in a relationship. I can't get none of this shit. Now it's like... Chip chasing. Yeah. That's what motherfuckers, that's what people are doing once they get a certain age. They chasing the ring. It's deep. I agree. Hit that pink button for me. We'll take a trip down memory lane. Oh my god. <laughs> so there's a there's a st- I did it again. <laughs> there's a story in the in the in the media right now. I was so not ready for that. <laughs> That's the, whenever I was asking Taylor for some whimsical yeah, memory yeah, lane yeah. music, that's what I was talking about. Uh, so we have it now. That soundboard is <laughs> So there's a story in the media right now. Jennifer Lopez, we know her as JLo, mm-hmm. international superstar, singer, actress, business person, part owner of the Marlins, A Rod's on again, off again, girlfriend, Ben Affleck's on again, off again, girlfriend. She got a lot going on. Yeah, maybe every now and then be with Puffin. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. on the FaceTime, on yeah. your IG Live and shit. So she is basically doing a inter had did an interview recently. I forget what the publication, but a lot of different social media YouTube pages are talking about it, um, and basically saying like back in '93 when she was filming Money Train with Wesley Snipes, he tried to like hit on her, and they would go out as a cast, and then you know he would drop her off last, and then you know he tried to fuck her and this and this, and I'm just like. Yeah, bitch. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, if I'm Wesley Snipes and you J-Lo, I'm trying to get up in that ass. Yeah. Now, you didn't say, oh, he pulled his meat out. Like, he humped me in the set. He put his arm around my throat. Like, yeah. you're not saying none of that. But just the, even the inf- inference of a man that I guess you're, quote, unquote, not attracted to, even making any type of advance towards you is just like, how dare he? And yeah. it's like, it's this whole expose being written about the shit like, like years I, I'll later. Be with you, if I had to go back out into like cracking on bitches, I, I'm scared to death. I, ain't no way. Ain't no way. We gotta get on Tinder. Especially a woman with some sense. Yeah. Now, these little hood rats, these little, these little, uh, you know, little, little behind them and shit, you say whatever you want to them, they still think the shit funny. They stuck in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> like you could say some real. That's how you think. How you think AL still getting pussy? Say some real inappropriate <laughs> shit, and it works sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but that that machine gun approach. Oh, you just gotta keep firing, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a directive, like targeted drone strike, where it's like, no, I want her. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say this, and then this gonna happen. I'm gonna send these flowers here. I'm gonna find out where she work, and like a targeted strike versus like I'm going to the worst bar in the city, and I'm just. The target could get you labeled as a creep. Remember back in movies back no, in the day, a chick, that shit used to be romantic. Remember a chick would meet a nigga in the movie, and the next day she get flowers at work. He found out where she worked. Pull that shit down. You went. I'm looking to find out where bitch work at. Dog, dog. 
All that shit then went out the window. So it's killed the organic nature of it. Yeah. To where motherfuckers gotta almost turn to matchmakers and stupid ass apps and you know uh, that Facebook gotta join now yeah. and motherfuckers speed dating. What, what did Chris Rock say years ago? Chivalry is dead and women killed it. Yeah. It's like, and that was in '95 or some shit. He yeah. said that, and it's like, look where we at now. Like you can't even make a a a. a a genuine gesture toward a woman that you don't know without potentially being labeled a creep. Yeah. Or a stalker or harassing her or whatever the fuck the case is. It get deeper than that. You'll get labeled as a weirdo if you don't do that. That's the craziest <laughs> You damned if you do you and damned if, if you, you don't. don't. I had a chick in my job was like, he's rude. And I'm like, every time I see you, I say hi. You don't give me no hug. You don't grab this ass, nigga. But it's like, I don't <laughs> act as horny as mm-hmm. these other niggas. So it's like, oh, I'm on some more other shit. And it's just like, no, bitch. I don't want you. Right. This ain't that. Can you pull your bus off? <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. Like, that shit is crazy, yo. It's nuts. But I say it all the time. I watch the way motherfuckers act in my job. Way too horny. Way too horny. Yeah, that's because niggas is stuck in the early 2000s yeah. and in the 90s. And they think that shit is appropriate. Then, like you said, the one boy got called in the office. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what the fuck going on here? It's like, yeah, nigga. Somebody uh, that I know said that uh, a, a guy that they know was flirting with this chick every day, every day, every day, every day. You look nice, you look nice, you look nice. That was me. Nice. Oh, yeah, it was you. I, he, my homie told me that shit. Yeah, but, uh, and, then, he, and then he got, uh... He worked in a, uh, uh what's the, what, a, a finance, he had a finance position. Yeah, and they said, the company they had, had 811 complaints. It was like... <laughs> 811 inappropriate incidents. 500, it was, it was a lot, it was hundreds. But basically, she had kept, like, documented Jones for, like, six, seven months. Yeah. Like, on this day he did this, on this day he said that, this, and... It, it's crazy because even when he was explaining it, it was like it was generic shit. They yeah. Nice today. They didn't even smell nice to you. It was like shit that you just kind of just taught to do to make women feel decent and you know whatever, whatever. All that shit. She documented all that shit, and they was like, "You got thirty minutes to get your shit. Yeah, put you, you need a box. You need a big box or a little box. <laughs> you know, I that shit in the box. Well, don't touch that stapler. Man. Yeah. <laughs> The pad folio neither, nigga. That shit is genuine leather. Don't touch that stapler. Yeah, real shit. So it, it's it's deep. We could do nine hours. Yeah. We gotta get some hoes. Well, not- <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get some hoes and some respectable ladies. Yeah, Dan, need- call your burnt friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call your burnt yeah. friends up. But that that that's a deep one because it's it's people that reach the point where they're willing to do anything. But at the same time, they're not willing to do anything. Yeah. But at the same time, they only fuck with niggas who do X, Y, and Z. But then at the same time, they niggas don't be having shit. <laughs> so it's deep. It's going to take a long time. Yo, I, I, I was having a conversation the other day with one of my homies. Shout out to him. And he was just like, yo, do you realize like the attitude from like some women where it's like, Oh, my nigga got to do this, then my yeah. nigga got to do X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. And not, I'm not even talking about, like, no super fly shit. Yeah, or no like outlandish shit. Buying constant diamond jewelry or buying fucking this, then the third. And then you talk to him and it's just like, you know, oh, yeah, no, so, 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 we, we, we getting ready to go down to doing do. Oh, like, like, somebody hit me was like, nah, you, you, I see you sitting courtside and I'm just like, whispers. You, you've tweeted shit that, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> above this. Yeah. What the fuck? And it's just, you realize it's like, yeah, it's all, like, kind of, like, cap. Yeah, people are just trying to, you know, craft the best image that they can put together in hopes that what they present to the world comes back comes to them. Comes back to them. I'm trying to put this out so I can get that back. Yeah. 
trying to see if somebody out here picking up what I'm putting down. Picking up what <laughs> I'm putting down. Real shit. And a lot of it is bullshit. And then you, you go around and you meet the guy or you meet the, the yeah. friend. You just like, oh, you was full of shit yeah, on Yeah, like you got four Poland Springs and a, a old box of baking soda in your fridge. You see what I'm you saying? You don't even have food. Dog. Dog. You go to some people's situations and you just like, God damn, like, I don't even understand all the heavy hitting on the... <laughs> On that day, exactly. like that shit is nuts. Like where you live, GPS no. the address. Like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. no. You leaving? You you leaving the depot and putting the address, and that <laughs> should say four minute car <laughs> four minute walk, <laughs> four minute walk. Right. Go to the other side of the schoolyard. <laughs> <laughs> you have reached your destination. No, like it's deep. It's deep. Like the the. I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to go. To, but it, but you really, really sit back sometimes. And you're like, this is where we at? Like, y'all really are on these apps. And then to be on the app thinking you about to find a real life situation. <laughs> right. How? Women ask me all the time, like, chicks that I'm cool with, chicks that I'm not so cool with, whatever. They be like, yeah, like, you you know, because I be on, tw- on social media. I be talking about, like, I talk to a lot of men. And from all walks of life, in the common denominator, oh, I got one. In the common, de- in the common denominator, from all of these men, the hustlers, the business owners, the the lawyers, the doctors, the nurses, whatever, is that they are tired of y'all. <laughs> like no. that is the one common denominator. Like these niggas is from all different walks of life, different races. They are all tired of y'all and burnt the fuck out. Chick, I'm talking to one day. I ain't gonna tell you where she's from or what she does because it's gonna give it away. But I'm talking <laughs> to her and she's telling me how she had this guy she was talking to and turned out he was. On this, that, and the third turkey time, and woo woo and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, so how things go left? She was like, he just was like a bullshitter, like you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it just, it, it, it ain't it, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, who is he? And she was like, I mean, you might know him, whatever, whatever. And because she was like, you pretty popular. I'm like, well, who is it? And I don't know him, but she yes. showed me his Instagram. I swear to God, bro. Looking at the Instagram for seven seconds, I'm like, you couldn't tell me. You bamboozled yourself. You know how niggas hold up the money phone to their ear? Oh, God. The money phone was packs of backwoods. And I'm (laughs) like, you really needed a forensic scientist to figure this shit out? The nigga had a backwood phone, dog. Fucking backwood phone, boy. This is terrible. All them five pack papers. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yes, I spent 75. Yeah, I spent, <laughs> just dropped 80 in the Wawa. <laughs> I, held the, I held that line to fuck. <laughs> oh. Yo. Awful. Yo, the backwood nigga in Wawa be so annoying. Because she got walked all the way to the... But you would think they just put the fucking backwoods at the front. Yeah. Where they rate at with the register. Yeah. And <laughs> a she, drop safe. Then she come out with the, with the regular ones. He's like, no, no, the, the cookies and cream. <laughs> <laughs> you get the honey bourbon with a twist. Yeah, the honey bourbon's uh, sweet and sour. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no genital toast yeah. chicken. Hey, you know this shit with the backwoods and Wawa. But yeah, the nigga had a backwood phone. And I'm like, sis, come on, man. This is exhibit A through Z no, right here. A through Z. This is all you need to know. And back to A. Real <laughs> <laughs> shit. Terrible. Terrible, man. Uh, That was a good trip down nowhere. <laughs> good, a good walk around the block. Good walk around the block. And backwards. Walk around the block backwards. Long story short, 
Hopefully Beans gets a percentage of that that day easy yes. and gets some chicken, you know, to go ahead and fund his next venture because Beans is a legend and we fuck with Beans. We love so Beans. But I'd love to get Beans up this motherfucker. That would be fun T as shit. All right, so uh, some actual news to talk about. Okay. Um, I don't know if y'all heard it, but uh, Zillow is presently trying to unload 7,000 houses after a realtor's viral market video, viral <laughs> video exposed their alleged market manipulation scheme. Here's the audio. I've been a real estate agent for about 11 years now. And let's talk about the housing crisis. And let's talk about some what ifs. What if there was a company that everybody used, everybody used, everybody knew of to look for houses. And everybody goes on there and searches for houses when they're bored and stuff. And so that company, they just sit back and they just collect all the data. They just know what zip code is looking at what zip code and how much those people can afford. Everyone's looking at this one zip code and everybody seems to be able to afford this certain amount. And let's say that billion dollar company uses that information to go into that zip code and start purchasing houses. Because the people that are selling their houses, even though they sell it for a little bit less sometimes than what the home could actually be worth, and they pay these high fees to this billion dollar company, it's a convenience factor. So this company's scooping up houses less than what they actually could cost. And let's say that that company, excuse me, Canoe, that company, buys 30 homes within a two mile radius. And let's say the price is 300,000. So they buy all of these homes for 300,000. And then on the 31st home, they buy it for 340. Even though they know all of the, all of the comps. Because most people have to get a loan. And if you get a loan, you have to get an appraisal, which means the appraiser is gonna look at what homes have sold in the area for that size and that price per square foot. So, they're paying cash. They don't. They don't need an appraisal. Why would they pay three forty for this thirty-first home? Whenever they've only paid three hundred for these others. Well, what that just did is create a new comp. So when they go to sell these other thirty homes, that extra forty thousand dollars that you could say this one sold for three forty just made them one point two million off that one neighborhood because they know from their research how much people can afford in that zip code. Weird. And let's say that then they're going to come in. They bought that home at 340 that still needs work. So they're going to come in and do their good old paint, spackle, and change the carpet and call it a remodel. So now we can sell them for 360 Because we know off of our data, that's how much people can't afford. Wouldn't that be weird if a company did that? And then say that this company also starts letting you um, use their own lenders and their own title and escrow company and makes you write your contract on their contract, not the one that your state uses. Wouldn't that be a weird world to live in? My goodness, I can't imagine us living in that world. Can you? So, <laughs> Zillow Inc. That's a lot. Yes. In a, in a two-minute video, he just uncovered and literally broke down a, a, a Ponzi scheme of sorts, market manipulation. That's the Jewish, the Russians and so on. <laughs> Yeah, and this is the, the official news from Bloomberg. Zillow Group Inc. is looking to sell about 7,000 homes as it seeks to recover from a fumble in its high-tech home flipping business. The company is seeking roughly $2.8 billion for the houses which are being pitched to institutional lenders, according to people familiar with the matter, companies like Blackstone. Um, Zillow will likely sell the properties to a multitude of buyers rather than packaging them in a single transaction, said the people who asked not to be named because the matter is private. 
The move to offload the homes comes as, a, as Zillow seeks to recover from an operational stumble that saw it buy too many houses with now many being listed for less than what it paid. I don't know what's more terrifying, that a billion-dollar tech company can snatch up every morsel of real estate from sea to shining sea, or that a single TikTok can shut that shit down in the blink of an eye. Make no bones about it, Zillow will still be moving units largely unchecked if that first video didn't go mega viral in September. Maybe down the line, someone would have written an article about Zillow's business practices, and it would have come out in the wash several billion dollars later. Perhaps it was never... Built, uh, never a built-to-last scheme, but the first domino being a single TikTok is both hilarious and horrifying. It's hilarious because someone gotcha woke up one morning just pissed off enough to talk some shit and 45 days later brought down a giant corporation to his knees. In the same vein, I find myself awestruck that it, all it took was one TikTok to halt the flow of billions of dollars. <clears throat> what you have here is collusion, market manipulation, and if there were, I literally saw uh, on BET, they have a new, uh, newer, newer season of uh, American Gangster called Trap Queens. And one of the women yeah, on there was doing this exact sort of thing. Is, that, is it, a, is it a, a show or is it like a documentary? It's like a documentary, but, okay. it's, but it's a series. Okay. But it's a different person every episode or whatever was doing this very same thing where she was buying, she was allowed to basically buy up as many houses in the hood as she wanted. Just buying houses in the hood, flipping them, making $40,000, $60,000, whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. The minute she started purchasing these like nicer homes in these well-to-do areas in New Jersey and shit like that, she had a fed probe opened up on her. And she was just doing the literal, she was basically like, doing the purchase, rehab, flip, model, whatever. But there was like some little gray area that she was operating in. And then by the time she got to the third house, she was fucking facing a federal indictment for 16 years in prison. Mm. But a company like Zillow, because of its access and its resources and its reputation and all of that shit, can just look like, oh yeah, just we just bought too many cribs. And it's just like a Zillow representative was asked to comment. Nobody was speaking on the right. shit. Because they're probably a, they're not even they're a publicly held company, so they actually have a, a responsibility, a fiduciary at least responsibility to their shareholders and shit mm -hmm. to disclose what the fuck is going on here and how this happens. Because when you got to offload two point eight billion in real estate, this is certain to affect the market price of the stock. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's shit like that where it's like under the guise of being a corporation who pay for this and lobby to this and are part of this group and affiliate with this politician and this and this. There's nothing. Even though this is probably criminal what they fucking did if you were really to examine all the minutiae of it, but it's like, how do you prove it? And I mean, does the federal government want to take his resources to try to fight a multi-billion dollar company? Most likely no. At the end of the day, it's it's all right because it's all, all white. white. Yeah, That's just the long and the short of it. Like, yeah, $2.8 billion? Like, hell yeah, y'all about to fuck up. They just chalked it up to we just bought too many cribs. Like We was on a roll. <laughs> we was, I mean, we got hot. <laughs> we, we, we really like the area. What you want from us? We got hot. Shoot to shoot, baby. Like I said 5000 not 7000 <laughs> Crazy. Like It's nuts. So it's like, this is the type of shit that we, that, that's going on here. And I wanted to bring this story to the light on the pod because... We've been talking about the real estate market being reset every month from fucking March of 2021. How? Like, how, how does that happen? Because it's shit like this where 
Kev Harden, shout out to him. He's talked about like there being a lot of cash buyers in the market. Oh yeah. Who are these cash buyers? Yeah, it's people that we know. It's this person's mom, this person's aunt, this person's dad, whatever, whatever. Because when COVID hit, a lot of people got either furloughed from their job or elected to do early retirement, whatever. Got all of their pension or all of whatever 401k, 403b, money that they were owed in one lot. You add that to their savings. People was out here with six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. Big fucking money. So what did they say? All right, cool. The value on my house went up. These houses didn't quite go up yet. Let me sell my house, see what I can get for it. Start looking on the market to buy another house. So if you paid three hundred for your house and now it's worth five fifty, that's another two fifty that you about to add to your four, five, six, eight hundred thousand that you already got. So now even if the market is up eight percent, ten percent, or whatever, it don't affect you no. because you already got that capital you gain from you coming off of a off of all this bread yeah. happening. So when the people start to do it, then a company like Zillow's like, holy shit. Cash buyers up in the market, comps being reset, blah, blah, blah. We should do the same thing. And then that's how you get this shit that went on for all of these months. And then somebody drops this fucking TikTok and basically drops an anchor on their fucking business and unearths what exactly it is that they're doing. And now it's like scramble mode where it's like on the Dave Chappelle skit where it's like, what, what about these weapons of mass destruction? Weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) The motherfucker just run off the podium. It's like the Lakers uh, applying for pool. Yeah. Oh shit. And everybody was doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we just apply for everything. We yeah, didn't know. We just. I mean, technically. We, I thought we. I thought we are. Was, we are a small business. Y'all thought, said under five hundred employees. I thought that was food and, and <laughs> beverage. I thought that was like a receipt. You know what I'm saying? I had to sign for. Yeah, I mean, Lakers executive group only has eight employees. If you wanna, you know, what I'm saying if that if that matters anything. But yeah, the Lakers and Roof Chris and shit like that. And it's just like yeah, when people say the rich get richer, this is what they're talking about. It's just that now in an era of social media, in the era of transparency, like it's created where people have access to all this information to be able to just look at something and be like, this looks off. Let me let me do some research on this. And one guy brought down their plan that probably would have fucking netted them three point eight billion dollars instead of a two point eight billion sell off. Right. One guy. <laughs> Just because people are inquis- more inquisitive than ever. People yeah. are, well, what? Wait, huh? What? People are, it's not even that they're inquisitive. People are more so looking for the smoking gun. Right. People are, are looking for the the what doesn't make sense in yeah. this equation. Yeah. PEMDAS. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people are going at it like that. So, especially when you have a glaring situation yeah. where <clears throat> it don't even make sense on a personal level. Yeah, shit right in your face. So for it to be that on that level is kind of just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, none of this adds up. None of it. Nothing at all. So, so that's Zillow, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> if y'all tracking and trying to buy houses and stuff on Zillow, stay off that joke. They are using your information literally against you to make you fucking over uh, pay for homes and, you know, basically bid against yourself because you created the comp by even being interested in the house and being on their app. So that made them go and buy the house. To sell you, <laughs> it's a crazy. whole crazy yes crazy scenario. Shit, man. <laughs> Once again, it's actually brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> Don't get it fucked up. It's brilliant. But it's just like, damn. Like it further proves the point that we said we're headed for economic destruction. Yes. Like, like we are all going to be living underground. Remember uh, Demolition Man, <laughs> robbing Taco Bell trucks and shit. Like, we're we're headed for terribleness, man. Damn. 
Zilla Wilder. Uh, you want to talk about COVID? Yes, for sure. Uh, are you still on the fence with vaccination? Um, I'm not really on the fence because I, I told you weeks ago, it's just like once they start impeding my progress to go places and limiting my access, <laughs> stick me, <laughs> stick me, baby. Like, I don't <laughs> even give a shit. Me and Chad was on the phone the other day. We talked at the end of the conversation. He just, how you feeling after the first year? <laughs> <laughs> like that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I got to see what's going on here. Yeah, all right. Get myself together. But uh, first shot, like I said, I, I just was tired. Yeah. That was it. I was just a little tired afterwards. Your second shot is what, next week, right? Uh, next Friday. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, putting, I've updated my will. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, you know. Just in case. Might as well get those things in order. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A couple of dendums, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I will say this. With the vaccination numbers going up, right? Yeah. To see the COVID cases going up too. Is like it's a little strange. It's a little, it's a little <laughs> what you what you've been saying this whole time? No, Don't no, make sense. Doesn't make sense. Though. It's a little sketchy around you. You know what I mean? I, I, I just seeing that is like. Now I will say they've explained you can still catch COVID. Yeah, but you, your chances of uh, your mortality rate increases. You won't die from it. Your heart might not stop. Yeah, and the whole the whole premise on like getting a vaccine is like. But did you die? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> but did you right. die? Right, exactly. <laughs> We're going to figure that out. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's about. I gotta, I've got been trying to take my iMessage off this fucking laptop for months. And I figured out. I know how I'll show you. Okay, please. Yeah. Please do. It's causing yeah. harm in my life. Yeah, yeah. The, um, but they got a pill. They got a pill. And, you, know, uh, you know Pfizer got a pill. There's <laughs> nothing else Pfizer got a pill. It, it might be close to over. So this is the headline. Uh, Pfizer's novel... COVID-19 oral antiviral treatment candidate reduced risk of hospitalization or death by 89% in interim analysis of phase two out of three EPIC HR study. New York, this is from Business Wire. Pfizer announced today in its its investigational novel, COVID-19 oral antiviral candidate Paxlovid, Significantly reduced hospitalization and death based on an interim analysis of the phase two out of three EPIC HR, which means evaluation of protease inhibitation for COVID-19 in high-risk patients randomized. Double-blind study of non-hospitalized adult patients with COVID-19 who are at high risk of progressing to severe illness. The scheduled interim analysis showed an 89% reduction in risk of COVID-19 related hospitalizations or deaths from any cause compared to placebo in patients treated within three days of symptom onset. Uh, 0.8%, that's 0.8% of patients who received Paxlovid were hospitalized through day 28 following randomization three out of 389 hospitalized with no death, compared to 7% of patients who received placebo and were hospitalized or died, which is 27 out of 385 hospitalized with seven subsequent deaths. The statistical significance of these results was high, with the uh, P being less than 0.0001. Similar reductions in COVID-19 related hospitalization or death were observed in patients treated within five days of symptom onset. 1% of patients who received Paxlovid were hospitalized through day 28 following randomization, six out of 607 people with no deaths, compared to 6.7% of patients who received the placebo, 41 out of 612 with 10 people dying. 
with high statistical significance. In the overall study population through day 28, no deaths were reported in patients who received Paxlovid as compared to 10, which is 1.6% deaths in patients who received the placebo. So that's a lot of data to digest. But essentially what they're saying is we fixed this shit or we think we fixed it. Right. We think we killed COVID. Uh, no deaths for the people, hundreds of people, like on multiple tests, and it's on an extended period of time. You're doing 28-day cycling of these tests. No deaths reported for people that took this drug compared to about a 1.6% mortality rate for people that didn't take it. Right. Can you hear me? Oh, so a one, like a 1.6% death rate for people that didn't take uh, the drug. So you got the the control group and the placebo group. Control group, we giving them all packs of it, packs of it, packs of it. Nobody dies, and people actually um, started to immediately get better and not have any progression in their COVID symptoms. And this, uh, these are high risk patients that are thought that like a good amount of these motherfuckers gonna die. Right. So they're using the right control group to begin with, and then it's like, all right, well we're gonna contr- we're gonna compare this. To people that are getting the placebo and see what happens. People that got the placebo died at a rate of about 1.6% out of the overall group, which is roughly around the national average, like 1.5 to 3% death rate or something like that in COVID as it currently stands, right. including high-risk patients and all of that shit. High-risk patients, regular people with strong immune systems, stuff like that. Um, and But it's it would seem... That they are on phase two out of three. They release these findings to the public. That would mean that there's one more phase left. And I would Im- imagine that Pfizer believes they basically like killed the the like morbidness of COVID. Like, okay. oh, you can still you still gonna catch COVID. You still gonna have to treat it, whatever, whatever. Go through the motions, but we can if you take this, we can almost guarantee with certainty you won't die. Right. Which is a huge, a huge leap forward yeah. compared to the vaccine. Is like, hey man, hey, don't hold us. <laughs> I'm saying, like, we still figuring this shit out. You, you just trying to, you're <laughs> trying to go to Great Adventure. Wasn't you? <laughs> you said you needed a car. Nigga. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you were. So it's an interesting development. Um, you know, considering that we're probably only seven or eight months post, like a huge movement and mm-hmm. people getting vaccinated and shit like that like approximately i think as of september like 66 percent of the population was vaccinated it's probably gone up since then yeah I would um, imagine. and probably in around uh march april may there was huge movement because people just were like absolutely not like people yeah. were refusing to take the vaccination no people left real live jobs they had for like 20 years behind that shit yeah look at Kyrie. did you see the ballot though no Kyrie's name is going to be listed on the All-Star game ballot. So, they was like, in a weird way, his only game he could play this year could be the All-Star game. game. And then somebody, one of them uh, people on Twitter, them, you know, anti-vax, mm-hmm. he quoted it was like, we got one job, America. <laughs> you know he's not only, he's going to start probably. Like, yo, could you imagine Kyrie get voted into the All-Star game behind this nonsense? That'd be great. It would be hilarious to see. <laughs> What I didn't particularly like about the most recent development in the Kyrie shit, you know, there was a rally outside of the Barclays and somebody made the false equivalency of trying to say like, oh, well, Kyrie 
took off work because he was so disgusted about what happened at the Capitol January 6th, and then these are the same people out there protesting for him. And I'm just like, no, it ain't. Like, right. like these are these are heavily black, 90% plus black faces out there basically saying, no, we support Kyrie and blah, blah, blah. And they no, tried to make them no. out to be the same people that stormed the Capitol. Somebody the other day was like, yo, the year has been fast as shit. It's November already. I'm like, no, this year has been very long. He's like, no, nah. I'm like, bro, they stormed the Capitol this yeah. year. That shit feel like it was five years <laughs> right. ago. There's a documentary out about that. Them white people <laughs> used fences. They climbed up fences, yeah. even though there are steps. Brett Favre was in the Capitol taking pictures uh-huh. in Nancy Pelosi off. It was a nigga in the Capitol <laughs> with a Viking helmet on and a fucking bearskin. Fucking Leif Erickson. <laughs> they was swinging. I still, to this day, I don't understand that, like, that whole thing. How they got in there, why they was in The motherfuckers was just in there. Literally, just in there. Remember the ball? Oh, yeah, we been in, ain't nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we been in, ain't nothing going on. Right. They was just going in and out of rooms, just looking Man. to see what the fuck was going on. The handful of black people that were there for the overall protest were at least smart enough to know, don't take your ass in don't that cabin. certain <laughs> shit, They're right. Don't take your ass in that building. There was one black guy. <laughs> the one boy. And they got him immediately. Everybody else was outside tailgating, barbecuing. Yeah, yeah, right. What's some of these ribs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they really stormed the fucking cabin. This is a crazy fucking year. Oh. But yeah, Kyrie, they could definitely vote him in for the All-Star game. Uh, he got my vote. I'm voting for him. I'm going to do it. You got one job? You got one job? You notice how... You haven't heard or seen anything from like Brad Bill or Michael Porter Jr. or any of the other seven, eight unvaxxed players in the league. They don't even talk to them about it. It's even, not a thing. Even the Aaron Rodgers shit, man. Me and Jules talking about this shit earlier. Like, could you imagine if, if Cam <laughs> Newton would have did that shit? Like, lied about the back yeah. shit? Yeah, I mean, honest. Could you imagine if Lamar did that shit? Yeah. We're calling Joe Flacco back. <laughs> Trent Dilfer, yeah, how much do you got left in the tank? Real talk. They would have went and got somebody instead of his black ass. Yeah, league MVP, my ass. No, real shit. It's fucked up. Yeah, the country is. Uh, there's just. I hope this COVID, uh, this, uh, this, 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 this Paxlovid from uh, Pfizer is what they say it is, and that it works. So people can just shut the fuck up about all this COVID shit and that, all this back and forth, and they can stop politicizing a public health crisis. Like it's literally to where it's like, oh, you're, 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 uh, you're a conservative if you don't believe in getting vaccinated. It's like, no, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But like, just to pigeonhole people in that manner, just for the simple fact that they, you know, may or do or don't want to get vaccinated, just like y'all are dickheads. I got a question for you. Yeah. Who plays basketball first this season, Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, not for the Sixers. I like that answer. I actually think Ben doesn't play this year. That would be crazy. I don't think he plays. They're back to finding him. Yeah. 360K, he got fined for the game Friday or whatever because they said he's basically incommunicado again. <laughs> like It's crazy to think Ben is making 300000 A game. A game. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they're finding him for everything. Team activities, mm-hmm. games missed, all of that shit. Like he's probably already racked up like two point five million dollars in fines and shit. Should they ain't they holding eight? I don't know if he if his play was to come back 
hey, I'm here and shit, release the eight <laughs> or what's left of the eight. Like, I don't know, but it's just, it's a bad drum, man. Sixers still, what, eight and two? Mm-hmm. They so, got the number one record in the East right yeah, now. Yeah, they're rolling. Like, the young, the thing is, is that the young boys took a step forward. And they were talking about this on NBA Countdown or whatever the fuck show. They had Stephen A., Michael Wilbon, Jalen Rose, and somebody else on there the other night. And they were just basically like, what do they, like, what do they do? Like, and, you know, the whole thing is just like, Stephen A. now has, has made an about face where he's like, the Sixers got to trade him today. Like, immediately. Like, your team is playing too well to just say, we just are resigned to just... He gonna play for us, or he not gonna play this year. Like it's dumb because if you could add a CJ McCollum, who right now looks like the best player on the Blazers, if you could add a CJ McCollum or maybe some other unknown asset that's out there that could help what you already have going on, why not do that rather than just send him to the gulag and get nothing from him? I, I'm telling you this: if Ben Simmons does get traded, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever team he gets traded to, I don't give a fuck if he gets traded to. The Los Angeles Sparks. All right. <laughs> I am immediately buying those courtside tickets for when that team comes to Philadelphia. Oh, you have to. Just just, just, just to be. Oh, let's go to a movie. <laughs> just, just to be in the. It, like, it, it, just to have the possibility of being there the game when he comes back. That's, that would be absolutely nuts. I personally think Ben doesn't play, and I think Kyrie comes back after the All Star break. That would be interesting. Although the New York, did you see the mayor was like, yeah, we're not bending this shit. He got hollered. That's crazy. Yeah. But I, I feel Kyrie. Kyrie never lied. He never did no Aaron Rodgers shit. Kyrie literally was just like, yo, this is what it is. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, and it was not was. It, it is what it is, and it was what it was. Like, they told me one thing. I'm sticking to that. I believe what they told me. Until we figure this shit out, yeah. we going to figure this shit out. <laughs> and allegedly, he's still supposed to make $17 million this year. Still good. <laughs> That's what Stephen A. talking that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh, he's going to be running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Stephen A. Like, yeah, Stephen A. be bugging. Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing else, man. Um, Again, live show tickets on sale now if you're on the VIP Patreon. If not, then they'll be on sale for everybody on Wednesday. I guess we're going to do a credit Patreon because we yes. haven't done one. We're going to do a strictly credit Patreon. Strictly credit. Wednesday, Thursday? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, one of them days. I, I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> I'm around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I got nothing else. Yeah, I got nothing else, man. Make sure you go to com. Check out all the back catalog. We're going to have some video clips dropping this week on social media and on YouTube. Uh, make sure you go to the website, get you some merch. It's been uh, sales on and off on uh, T Public for the last few weeks. Shout out to T Public. They've been a great partner once they finally stopped deactivating our account. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're not on Patreon, get on the Patreon VIP. You get early access to the tickets. Patreon.com slash official TRPE. Uh, other than that, I got nothing. Thank y'all for rolling with us. Hope y'all like the new setup, the new studio, the new look of the video. We got these lights, we got these mics, we got these soundboards, all this shit. Trying to make sure we bring y'all the best product that we can in the most efficient way possible. And as we said on Patreon the other day, the goal ultimately is going to be to bring y'all four shows a week. That's two regular shows, two Patreons. We are gearing up to get towards that uh, before year's end. And we are committed to doing so. So, again, thank y'all for rocking with the Realist Podcast server. We appreciate appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we out. Peace. Holla back, young. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. 
or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.